This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 75, How to Attract Growth-Oriented Friends, Part 3 by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. I'm Joss Marie, the girl who reads to you every single weekday from some of the best relationship blogs on the planet. Today, I have the final part of a three-part post from Steve Pavlina. We started this mini-series in Wednesday's episode, so if you're listening out of order, you'll want to go back and listen to that one first, and then Thursdays for part two, before listening to today's episode. And with that, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. How to Attract Growth-Oriented Friends, Part 3, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Start giving now. It's important to give in such a way that feels good to you. This won't work well if you're too self-sacrificing or if you feel that your efforts aren't appreciated much. It may take some experimenting to find the right calibration for you. I love writing. For me, writing is like a meditation. Combining writing with an internet business is a great outlet for me. But for someone else, this may not be a good fit. If writing is painful for you, you might prefer other ways to contribute, such as by helping people one-on-one, volunteering, recording audio or video, starting a forum, or hosting a meetup group. Don't feel you have to copy someone else's approach. Realize that you don't have to be an expert to do this. I wrote articles about business success even before my business was doing well. I talked to people who were doing well and contrasted their habits and strategies with those who weren't doing well. Writing those pieces was a great way to compile this knowledge for myself too. By sharing such ideas publicly, I received feedback to help refine the ideas. I also received lots of encouragement from people who applied those ideas to their businesses with good results. I didn't have to pretend to be more successful than I was. I could compile and share other people's lessons just as well. Many successful bloggers and podcasters started out this way. You can sometimes make a profound difference in someone else's life just by sharing a simple tip or observation. For example, I observed that the independent software developers who were doing well financially often spend about 50% of their time on marketing activities. The developers who weren't doing very well usually spent less than 20% of their time on marketing, often less than 5%. Many of the developers who weren't doing as well in business were highly skilled on the technical side, but they hadn't invested much effort in learning marketing and sales. 
just by sharing this simple observation, some developers shifted the way they allocated their time and they saw a rapid increase in their sales. I also applied this lesson to my own computer games business and saw great results. You can become an authority by being a good listener and by paying attention. You can do research and share what you learn. You can do your own experiments and share the results. And if you keep doing this sort of thing, you'll eventually become a legitimate expert in your field. And you'll attract lots of smart, growth-oriented friends by raising your social profile. Don't assume you have to complete a big project in private first to earn the right to help people. You can find a way to be helpful starting today. Just go to a forum or a meetup group and start helping out where you can. Give sustainably in ways that feel good to you, but don't become a people pleaser who says yes to every little request. People pleasers waste energy on low-value giving that isn't appreciated instead of seeking meaningful contributions that fulfill and uplift them. They distract themselves with scraps instead of planting orchards. The challenge of deciding where and how to give gets harder over time. The more you give, the more you'll attract opportunities to give more. Eventually, you'll need to say no to some otherwise amazing invitations. This year in particular, I've had to say no to some invitations that I'd have jumped at in the past so I can focus on the contributions that feel most aligned. It's never easy to say no to the good in order to pursue something better. There's a social reason for focusing your contributions as well. After you attract a lot of growth-oriented friends, the next challenge is to attract friends who are strongly aligned with your biggest goals. Otherwise, you may find yourself being pulled in too many different directions. Having growth-oriented friends with lots of different interests can be stimulating for a while, but eventually, you may want some friendships that can help you stay focused on your biggest and most important goals. Give more and grow faster. Be sure to align your giving and contribution with your personal growth as well. Make sure that your giving continues to give you a sense of growth and improvement. Don't let your contribution outlets become stagnant. Keep raising the challenge level. For instance, I went from writing about five articles per year before I started blogging to averaging about 100 articles per year since then. I went from doing seven-minute speeches in 2004 to doing three-day workshops in 2009. If you keep raising the challenge level to keep pace with your growth, it's less likely that you'll feel bored or checked out. Keep raising the bar for your contributions. Seek to become increasingly helpful by helping people in deeper ways, by helping more people, or both. Look for opportunities to increase the depth and breadth of your contribution. Don't rest on your laurels. The more ambitious you become about contribution, the more like-minded people you'll attract who can encourage and support you in taking the next steps. This will help you advance further beyond the limitations of social drag. You'll meet people who strongly resonate with what you're doing and want to see you succeed. When you see your social support drying up, which may happen from time to time, that's a good indication that it's time to raise the bar on your service. Maybe you need to raise your standards for contribution by tackling something more ambitious and exciting. Or maybe you need to shift the type of service you provide altogether to find that sweet spot of meaning and purpose again. Make invitations. My last tip for building a thriving social circle is to be proactive about making invitations. Don't wait for people to come to you unless you want your social life to be a desert. 
When you find someone growth-oriented that you'd like to be friends with, make an invitation. Additionally, make it easy for people to connect with you, especially face-to-face. One way that I do this is with a meeting in person page on my website. I also added a meeting in person frequently asked questions to make it easier for people who might feel a little socially uncomfortable, doing my best to reassure them that they can expect a warm and friendly reception. On average, I do a few of these meetups each month. I include a map and the address of the Starbucks where I often meet people and occasionally I switch it to different locations if I ever get bored from going to the same place too much. The point is to reduce friction to make it easier for like-minded people to connect. These meetups also help me connect the online work I do with real human beings that are affected by it. When was the last time you invited a growth-oriented friend to share a meal together? It only takes a minute to send an email. But if you get in the habit of doing this, it means more face time with like-minded people. And it means more invitations for you as well. To build a strong friendship network, seek to become the type of person who'd be an obviously good fit for such a network. Be a giver. Contribute positively to people's lives. Share what you're learning along the way. Look for ways to sustainably deepen and expand your contribution. Express your values openly. Don't hide. You can potentially inherit an entire network of great friends with a single invitation from the right person. So do what you can to make it easy for such a person to recognize you. And be the kind of person who seeks to elevate other growth-oriented people as well. You just listened to part three of the post titled, How to Attract Growth-Oriented Friends by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you so much for listening. That's all I've got for this week. Have a wonderful weekend and I hope to see you on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,